now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. What an exciting day it has been. That's right. The Cyber Symposium hosted by Mike Lindell, a very long-awaited event that those of us that have been watching the corruption of the 2020 election and trying to get to the bottom, trying to get to the truth, we had been waiting on this event because this event was set to release a lot of information, information that maybe we didn't know, information maybe we did know, but bringing the discussion of election fraud back to the forefront. And I personally have been watching this all day long, literally all day long. I've watched every every single second of it, and it's been nothing short of fascinating. They, they're still going right now as we speak, and they were supposed to have some big event happen at 7 o'clock, which is when we're recording this podcast, and we were going to bring that to you if we, in fact, saw something, but they seem to be doing some sort of uh, Q&A with a couple of the attorneys or uh, attack guys to discuss other things. I, I don't know, but I'm not going to get into that unless I notice. I've got it over here on the live stream. If something happens, I'm going to bring it to you, and I want to show you all here on the show. But just to give you a quick rundown of kind of what they've talked about, they're saying they've got the actual numbers of the election. They've got the actual votes from state to state to state to all 50 states, what the actual numbers were, what the flipped votes were, and everything in between. And they're going through it state by state, showing you. They're going through the fine details of what happened on Election Day with these voting machines. Now, keep in mind, this symposium, this conference, is strictly about the cyber side of it. The Dominion voting machines, the votes that were flipped electronically. It's only about that and why nothing made sense about any of it. Because we know, and I'll be honest with you, as I watch this thing today, they go through and they talk about a lot of things that I frankly had forgot about. And it reminded me that this was the position, this was the plan from the left, is to drag it out, slap people around, make the topic of conversation about the fight between left and right, and make the discussion about how these people are conspiracy theorists and they're trying to harm our democracy, make the conversation about the insurrectionist on January 6th, so nobody's really talking about those details that we were all gathering in the days after the election. The investigations, were think about you, when Sidney Powell was at the forefront, when Rudy Giuliani, they were at the forefront, they were providing us with all this information after January 6th, which was the best thing that could have ever happened to Democrats. The discussion stopped. Nobody was talking about it any longer. So it was easy for me, as I'm sure it was you guys, to forget all of those details since January 6th to now, August the 9th, August the 10th. And as I'm watching this, I'm like, holy crap, man, I forgot how much corruption was involved with this. The lies that were told under oath about things like the, the, the Dominion machines, they don't have the ability to connect to the Internet. Well, it's common sense. What do you mean they don't connect to the internet? I mean, if they, 
How do you get the votes if they don't connect to the... How does Hawaii get their votes to the mainland? How do they... How do we how do we find out anything? But they're saying they don't connect to the internet. Why are they saying they don't connect to the internet? Because if they do, then anybody can easily hack these machines. A few episodes ago, I played you clips of many prominent Democrats talking about these very same machines after the 2016 election and how vulnerable they were to hacking. About how they had seen firsthand hackers at a conference easily hacking into these machines. They did a demonstration of it here at this conference. They set up identical machines, had people armed with nothing more than a smartphone hack into these machines within five minutes with the ability to change votes and do whatever they wanted to do. It's fascinating, absolutely fascinating. And there's two more days of this. So if you're watching this video on August 10th or the next morning, Go to frankspeech.com. This is Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy. This is his website, and this is where it's being live streamed. Another thing was when it started, 9 a.m. this morning, I was sitting there wait, waiting patiently to see it. It started up, and the feed was cut. The feed was cut. They had attacked hackers, the powers that be, whatever, had attacked Mike Lindell's uh, servers and completely shut down the live feed for this conference, which goes to show you who really has something to hide. They attacked the mainstream. They attacked four other backup plans, but this team full of brilliant guys finally got the stream back up. Within an hour, they started late, but within an hour, they were up and running. And again, been one of the most fascinating things that I've seen in a long time. I was lucky enough that Trish had surgery today on her wrist that I was able to sit in a hospital room and watch this stuff. Uh, she's fine, by the way. For those of you asking, we appreciate the thoughts and the prayers. She's perfectly fine. It was a little strange because when we left the hospital, she was extremely high, demanded we go by the Dollar General. We go in the Dollar General. She wants to buy one of everything. I don't, I don't even know what's going on at this point. Then she starts yelling at some random Mexican kids that are running around the uh the the store and i'm like dude chill let's get out of here so we finally got got gone but um nonetheless that's uh that's how our day went but it gave me the opportunity to watch this stuff and again i cannot express how important it is for you guys to watch it because i'm not going to be able to cram all this information into a podcast uh, not one I, I couldn't i couldn't even cram all this information into a week of podcast but I'm going to give you something that they played at the beginning of this conference. It's a little lengthy, but I want you to see it. I think it's very important, and it gives a real rundown of what exactly happened in the days, weeks, months leading up to the election, in the days after. It is corruption to its core, and it's the biggest scandal this country has ever seen. It is the most complex, really genius plan that anybody could have come up with, from simple things like having machines that connect to the internet, to having uh, the, the major components of these machines made in China. And this is the thing. Most of this is hacking coming from China and big business interest in China. Because who's going to benefit outside of the U.S. the most by Donald Trump leaving and Joe Biden coming in? China. That's right. But they were smart about it. So what they would do is they would not allow 
things to uh, uh, they would not allow Joe Biden to just blow Trump out of the water. They would slowly and steadily flip votes, switch it here, switch it there, turn votes over, delete votes. It's it's wild. Absolutely wild. Again, you need to watch it, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a preview as to what happened uh, today at today's press conference. First, let me tell you about my boys at Vapor Forge out on 280. Big special partners of the show. You support these guys. You're supporting us. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham. 205-874-9010. 874-9010. Go see them. Let them know you heard about it on Over the Line. Ask them about uh, a Delta 8. Delta 8 and Delta 10. If you are in the CBD realm, if you're looking for natural ways to heal your ailments or give you some sort of relief, ask them about those two products. They're going to tell you everything you need to know. And I'm telling you, it's a product that so many people I know are using, and you are absolutely going to love it. Don't let the name fool you. They're not just a vape store. They've got other things that's going to absolutely change your life. I can promise you that. Also, patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who... Y'all know the drill. For as low as $5 per month, you can donate to the show and let us know you support us. $5, $10, $25, $50, whatever you want to do, you will be given in exchange for your donation some exclusive content behind the scenes stuff. Haven't been able to post any lately. What we had on there had been deleted with the deletion of our YouTube channel, but we will be back with that just in the next day or two, so y'all Hold your horses. I'm going to get Trish to post some stuff while she is recovering from her drastic uh, uh, wrist surgery. Make sure you're following us on all the social media platforms uh, that we're still available on. Facebook, uh, Twitch. You got Twitter, Instagram, uh, the Patreon. Just told you about that and whatever else. TikTok, hook it up. Make sure you hook it up. Uh, let me go this route, and this is not going to be like our traditional podcast because it's going to be a majority of uh, a video that I'm going to play you. But here's my concern, and this is why I want to spend this podcast playing this video. I'm concerned that this video is going to get taken off the internet and that you're not going to be able to find it anywhere. Now, what I did is when they were originally playing it on the live stream, I recorded it. I screen recorded it on my phone, so I'm like... If anything, I'm going to have a copy of this on my iPhone. But I want to play it on here and just give it to you guys that maybe don't have time to watch this uh, symposium of, of Mike Lindell. I think it gives a lot of freaking information that will be very useful to you guys who are interested in seeing what really happened and what there is that we need to do as American citizens to make sure... This never, ever happens again. Check this out. Detail logs documented entries into the tabulation system for the election itself, and the team saw many anomalies in areas of extreme concern. Then in November 2020, multiple groups of concerned Americans came together because they all observed something incredible in the 2020 general elections. The groups united to launch a full-scale investigation led by former members of the U.S. intelligence community, the Department of Defense, NASA, the U.S. National Laboratories, private investigations and cybersecurity companies, and legal firms from around the country. 
The discoveries gained through intense forensic research left everyone involved deeply concerned about the future of our nation and our world. While the U.S. media will undoubtedly discredit this information as far-right conspiracy theory, the fact is the people involved in this investigation represent all colors, all creeds, and all political parties. To ignore this message is to surrender to a government takeover that will gravely affect the lives of every man, woman, and child of every nation. If there ever was an authentic, nonpartisan issue, this is it. In 1970, Henry Kissinger said, who controls the food supply controls the people. Who controls the energy can control whole continents. Who controls money can control the world. This concept is critical to understanding the thinking of those who seek to cripple and control America. To achieve their goal, they've got to disrupt families, divide races, destroy small businesses, dismantle the middle class, and distort the American dream of owning land, a home, and everything necessary for the pursuit of happiness and sovereignty. In collusion with our foreign adversaries, these treasonous few are working hard to tear down the last standing wall between them and their agenda of global domination. That wall is you, the American people. By focusing on specific election system vulnerabilities, our investigation confirmed that the entire U.S. election system is under the total control of private equity firms and foreign money. UBS Securities LLC New York and UBS Securities Company Limited Beijing injected hundreds of millions of dollars into Staple Street Capital, the current owner of Dominion Voting. UBS currently holds the intellectual property of Dominion as their equity collateral. Up until December 2020, UBS Security LLC New York listed three senior Communist Chinese Party members as being on the boards of both UBS Securities LLC New York and UBS Securities Limited Beijing. The company is owned 75% by the Chinese government. Seidel, the parent company of Clarity Elections, located in Madrid, Spain, a data management and early election night reporting company, went bankrupt in May of 2020 and was subsequently purchased in a closed private equity deal by an Irish company called Paragon. The election sites for numerous counties in the U.S. go to a Clarity Elections web address. The counties don't own or control their voting data, and the positions of president, secretary, treasurer, and CEO are all occupied by one man, Jonathan Brill. Brill also happens to be a part of Seidel's senior management team and has run campaigns for Democratic Party candidates. Our investigation also revealed that contrary to the current political narrative, the election systems and their equipment were connected to the internet, making them infinitely hackable. Voting machines themselves are not connected to the internet. No voting machines are connected to the internet. The devices are not connected to the internet. They do not connect to the internet. Those things are not connected to the internet. The Department of Homeland Security says the 2020 election was the most secure in American history. The 2020 election was the most secure in U.S. history. That's what they say now, but just a short while ago, the political narrative was very different. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. We brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, 
hacked election machines. The workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine. It was possible to switch votes. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. Remote access software, which would make a machine like that, you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. Unfortunately, Dominion has recently been thrust into the national spotlight as part of a dangerous and reckless disinformation campaign aimed at sowing doubt and confusion over the 2020 presidential election. First, there were no switched or deleted votes involving Dominion machines. Dominion is not and has never been a front for communists. The company also does not have any ties to China whatsoever, including no ties, including investment or source code transfer. Let me be clear. Voting systems are, by design, meant to be used as closed systems that are not networked, meaning they, they are not connected to the internet. Sounds like some of these machines are showing the tabulators can and, and are connected to the internet. Um, throughout, you're going to, particularly where a vote is cast uh, on election day, those machines tend to and should not be uh, connected to the internet, certainly as a best practice. But, but some have the capability, don't they? Uh, some may have uh, modems uh, that are typically uh, disabled, but in certain states, I believe in Wisconsin, some are temporarily activated to transmate, uh, transmit some counts. But, but, th but those tabulators are connected on election day because that's how they transmit the data to the counties and also into the unofficial. Uh, in some cases, yes, sir. Yeah, that's right. okay. Yeah. Through forensic analysis of election management system computers in Antrim County, Michigan, affidavits from numerous election officials in Georgia, as well as the operator's manual for Dominion's Democracy Suite 5.5, our teams have gathered indisputable evidence that the entire system can indeed be connected, hacked, and manipulated. And in fact, it was. Here's what triggered this investigation back in 2018. This is the Allied Security Operations Group primary finding in the 2018 governor's race where a direct flip of 560 votes was made from Matt Bevan to Andy Bashir. So that was exactly 560 votes was deducted from Matt Bevan. 560 votes were added to Andy Bashir. This race was decided by a little over 5,000 votes. So this one switch represented about 25% of the margin of the vote. Andy Bashir is declaring victory because he is the leading candidate over a Republican incumbent governor in a state Matt Bevin won by 10 points four years ago in a state Donald Trump won by a ton. Here's an example of election anomalies that took place in 2020. So now we would take the ballots and we would scan them. It's going to feed these ballots through the scanner. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take and we're gonna overvote what do you mean by overvote? Overvote is when if there is multiple people in a section where it says only vote for one. So you're scanning the same ballots twice that's already been scanned once. I've already scanned them once. Yeah, so you're scanning the same ballots. Same ballots twice. We just accepted every one of them. Every one of them went through the system. There it is, the fifth batch. Okay. It's pending adjudication. I think I want to vote for Biden. Let's let Biden win this one and complete. So you made a vote for someone where someone did not vote? I did, didn't I? And you're the election supervisor? I'm the election supervisor. I am the person that sits and does the adjudication. All right, board, I want y'all to step outside with me. 
Initiated by a court order, the Michigan investigation team obtained forensic access to a DS200 tabulator, the machine that counts the votes. A TELET 4G wireless chip manufactured in Taiwan was discovered embedded into the motherboard. The voting machine tapes clearly indicate modem engagement and transmission of election data. Some of the anomalies that we noticed in the 2020 general elections that five key states all stopped counting at a certain time in these key battleground states. These were all where the software, Dominion machines, ESNS machines were used, the, the Smartmatic, the GEMS software. So when the vote stopped counting, and this has been noted in other countries as well, President Trump was significantly ahead. When reporting and counting resumed, there was a massive spike occurred that, uh, that favored Joe Biden. The next major observation the teams made was that there were significant financial transactions from private and nonprofit organizations that had a severe impact on the 2020 general election. As revealed in a Time Magazine article in February of 2021, individuals and organizations have been plotting to fortify the election since at least 2015. This is the inside story of the conspiracy to save the 2020 election, but it's massively important for the country to understand that it didn't happen accidentally. Democracy is not self-executing. There was a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes, one that both curtailed the protests and coordinated the resistance from CEOs. Both surprises were the result of an informal alliance between left-wing activists and business titans. They got states to change voting systems and laws and helped secure hundreds of millions in public and private funding. That's why the participants want the secret history of the 2020 election told, even though it sounds like a paranoid fever dream, a well-funded cabal of powerful people, ranging across industries and ideologies, working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws, steer media coverage and control the flow of information. They were not rigging the election. They were fortifying it. This network influence diagram really shows the interrelationship of money, people, and influence and control between key players and key organizations. Now, there were over 200 nonprofits that we found in this network that are all connected. What's even more troubling is that all of those 200 organizations have received substantial funding from a single source. Of all the financial titans and philanthropists of the 20th century, none are more complex or mysterious than George Soros. You're a Hungarian Jew who escaped the Holocaust by posing as a, a Christian. Right. And you watched lots of people get shipped off to the death camps. Right. And I would say that that's when my character was made. My understanding is, is that you went out with this protector of yours. Yes went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property from the Jew. That's right. I mean, that's, that sounds uh, like an experience that would send lots of people to the psychiatric couch for many, many years. Was it difficult? Uh, not, not, not at all, not at all. Like Carnegie, J.P. Morgan, and the Rockefellers, he amassed billions through ruthless business decisions only to turn around and give away most of his fortune to advance his own personal philosophy. I am basically there to, uh, to make money. I cannot and do not look at the social consequences of, of what I do. 
Do you believe in God? No. This is not the first time that Mr. Soros has been implicated in a plot to destroy a nation. His cover organizations have been banned from several countries for doing exactly what they're currently doing to America. The Philippines, Russia, Turkey, Poland, Pakistan, as well as Soros' own homeland of Hungary have learned the hard way the true intentions of this ruthless multi-billionaire. És egy percig sincsen kétségem a felől, hogy Soros György és a vele együttműködők mindent megtesznek, minden alkalmat megragadnak, hogy azokat a kormányokat, amelyek nem The growing emergency unfolding at the southern border. and overwhelmingly elected with George Soros's money, and they're a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street. I'm not sure we need to bring George get Soros the into this. <laughs> I was gonna say you get the last word, he Speaker. <laughs> he, he, he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions no, of dollars- he spent I, I agree with Melissa, George Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. So it's verboten. All right, we're good. Okay, we're gonna move on. It was in 2006 when Soros said, the main obstacle to a stable and just world is the United States. Translated into truth, that sentence would read, the main obstacle to destabilizing the world is the United States. While Soros is often accused of unfounded conspiracies, that should not detour from the heinous crimes against humanity that he's actually guilty of. Many of those crimes he keeps hidden in plain sight. According to a white paper called U.S. Programs 2015 to 2018 Strategy, Soros's Open Societies Foundation began funding radical operations in Arizona and Georgia in 2015 with the goal of subverting the 2020 presidential elections. Through massive campaign contributions and nonprofit funding, Soros owns and controls countless public officials, university professors, teachers unions, mayors, district attorneys, judges, congressmen, senators, secretaries of state, sheriffs, governors, and electronic voting machine companies around the world. In 2010, George Soros shocked even his most devout loyalists when he declared that China has a better functioning government than the United States. While the Chinese people should be considered friends and allies, the Chinese Communist Party is anything but. The CCP has been plotting to take over the United States for the better part of this last century, and their unconventional warfare principles are barely recognizable to the U.S. population. America's top intelligence official even went so far as to say, and I quote, if I could communicate one thing to the American people from this unique vantage point, it is that the People's Republic of China poses the greatest threat to democracy and freedom worldwide since World War II. While we were sleeping, their poisonous seeds planted long ago have taken root and are now in full bloom within U.S. soil. The Chinese government and their operatives are buying up the United States at an alarming rate. Through cover organizations and individuals, they're purchasing American farms and businesses in mass volume. In addition, the CCP has co-opted the U.S. entertainment industry. Chinese firms own several major U.S. entertainment companies and control more than 8,000 American theater screens. 
Hollywood movie scripts are often reviewed and censored if they pose any threat to the image of the Chinese Communist Party. And many professional sports teams and players are controlled in great part by the CCP. The pandemic sped up a trend that was already years in the making, and it's brought about another change. The Chinese government's growing influence over the content of these films. That has people worried, including members of Congress, as they point to a growing list of examples of Hollywood seemingly bending to China's will. Now, here's a case in point. If you're a Hollywood actor, whatever you do, don't call Taiwan a country. Here's WWE star John Cena apologizing for doing just that. And that's the fear now, because you're now making movies for 16-year-olds and China. <laughs> and that's it. LeBron James taking on Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey, whose tweet supporting protests in Hong Kong set off a firestorm between the country and the league. China announcing this morning they're pulling NBA games from their airwaves. I don't want to get into a, a feud with Daryl, but I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand. Just be careful what we, what we tweet and we say. Why would the NBA take $500 million plus from a country that is engaging in ethnic cleansing? They are a customer of ours, and guess what, Megan? I'm okay with doing business with China. One of the stark realities of this past year is the clear and present threat that China represents to the United States of America and to the daily lives of Americans. And it's not just about exporting a pandemic. China has also potentially compromised Joe Biden's family. Joe Biden, while he was vice president, took billions of dollars in bribes from the Chinese government in the form of payments to his son Hunter's businesses. In exchange, Biden was soft on Chinese military and economic aggression. This is the reason why I've held the view for so many years and continue to hold the view that a rising China is a positive development. They're not bad folks, folks, but guess what? They're not a competition for us. Yeah, I think that the biggest competitor is China. Joe Biden had a bit to say today, suggesting that China wants to own America by 2035. They literally have a stated goal of toppling America as the world superpower. How on earth could Joe Biden, with a straight face, negotiate with a government who's put billions of dollars into his family's businesses? And finally, new rule, you're not going to win the battle for the 21st century if you are a silly people. And Americans are a silly people. Half the country is having a never-ending woke competition deciding whether Mr. Potato Head has a dick. Don't pickle me. We are a silly people. Do you know who doesn't care that there's a stereotype of a Chinese man in a Dr. Seuss book? China. You think China's doing that? Letting political correctness get in the way of nurturing their best and brightest? You think Chinese colleges are offering courses in the philosophy of Star Trek? the sociology of Seinfeld and surviving the coming zombie apocalypse. Those are real. And so is China. And they are eating our lunch. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. Last night I was uh, I was on the phone for two straight hours with Xi Jinping. And uh, but, uh, you know, they're going to we don't get moving. They're going to eat our lunch. When he called to congratulate him, we had a two-hour discussion. He's deadly earnest. 
were becoming the most significant consequential nation in the world. China is currently making big moves to gain control of U.S. port facility operations and already controls the Panama Canal. They're building 5G networks throughout Europe and the West, which can be used to feed personal information and sensitive data directly to the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese government uses commercial software and apps to spy on U.S. citizens and extract their private information. The CCP doesn't ask them for information. They don't need to. They have access to the information. There seems to be a great disconnect. I mean, the American people, at least the kids who are on TikTok, have no concern no. about what we're talking about here. Their ignorance of the threat does nothing to diminish it. It's estimated that at least 80% of American adults have had their private information harvested by China. Big Pharma has exported the vast majority of their production to China. Currently, 97% of antibiotics in the U.S. come from China. 30% of personal protective equipment, such as face masks, come from China. 80% of U.S. imports of rare earth minerals come from China, which are vital for smartphones, electric cars, defense, and other technologies. In 2017, the U.S. produced zero rare earth minerals. China, on the other hand, accounted for more than 80% of the world's supply. In lockstep with the Mexican drug cartels, 97% of fentanyl, one of the most addictive and deadly drugs, is smuggled into the U.S. from China. People's Liberation Army hackers are executing unconstrained penetration, surveillance, theft, and offensive cyber attacks on U.S. businesses, critical infrastructure, intelligence apparatus, and yes, even the U.S. election system. To ignore this message is to surrender to a government takeover that will bravely affect the lives of every man, woman, and child of every class, culture, and nation. Our goal is to reach and revive the heart of humanity while there's still time. This is your wake-up call. You nervous yet? We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. You nervous yet? Huh? Does that make you nervous? Because you should be. You should be very, very nervous. Every bit of that that you just watched is 100% true. A lot of it we've been talking about for a long, long time. I've got a book right here behind me. Let's see. Um, where's it at? Uh, da, 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 da. It's a Peter Schweitzer book, and it talks about those politicians, Republican and Democrat, that are directly involved and have been involved with China. These people right here, everywhere from Jared Kushner to Mitch McConnell to Barack Obama to, you got it, Joe Biden. This book has been out for years. And it's been warning us of the dangers of some of the world's most powerful people being beholden to the CCP, to the Chinese Communist Party. And in China, as they are literally attempting to control our food supply while absorbing all of our information, because all your information is on your phone, every bit of it. And I don't care if you use TikTok or Facebook or, or any app. There's an app on your phone 
that is being surveilled by the CCP. And now that we have a president that is just an extension of the CCP, they own us. They absolutely own us. So there's your answer to what happened in 2020. Democrats couldn't pull this off by themselves. They're a bunch of idiots. They would have never pulled. That's what happened in 2016. Democrats can't do that by themselves. And they couldn't overwhelm. They couldn't overcome the overwhelming response by Americans who wanted Donald Trump as president. They had to have the help of the people that owned the machines. China. The core of the machines, the people that knew how to hack these bad boys and make sure one particular candidate won. George Soros funded the money. China did the dirty work. And now China has won. At least until we decide to stand up and fight back. You're going to continue to be told that you cannot talk about this. You cannot talk about election fraud. It's dangerous. It creates insurrections. It creates violence. But no, the violence hasn't even started yet. The violence will commence once we give up. It's not about Donald Trump. It's not about Joe Biden. It's about whether or not we will ever, ever decide who our leaders are. Fascinating story out of Brazil by one of uh, Brazil's presidents, presidential candidates. He came and spoke at the, the, the cyber meeting, the cyber conference. And he said, listen, I've got this. I've got a story that absolutely mimics this. They did the same exact thing in my country. This guy was known as the Donald Trump of Brazil. And they got him out. They knocked him out with a handful of voting machines. Overnight, his opponent spiked. Tons of votes for his opponent dumped into the machines overnight. And he lost. Should have seen the rallies that they were having for him. It was much like Donald Trump's rallies. People absolutely pissed off because they knew, they knew that their guy rightfully won. And you feel the same way. For those of you that have been to a Trump rally, you feel the same way. For those of you that have talked to many different people in your communities, you feel the same way. Donald Trump, later this month, going to be in Alabama. Coleman, Alabama, a rally that I, we're all going to be at. I want you to take that time when you go to that rally and just look around and think, okay, this is a guy that allegedly lost a presidential election because he was not popular enough. And as you're thinking about that, do a 360. Look at the crowd. Then absorb the excitement in that crowd and tell me that he lost to Joe Biden. We got so much more to get to on this front, 
And again, we won't be able to cram it in one show tomorrow and Thursday. More of this uh, cyber symporium that Mike Lindell is hosting. So much information coming out. If you have not been able to watch it tomorrow and Thursday, those are the days. Frankspeech.com. Also, Right Side Broadcasting is hosting that on their uh, on their apps and on their Rumble page. You can also download One America's Voice, which is a, an alternate news channel that has been streaming it as well. Hopefully, and we threw this idea out there, one of the hosts of one of the shows on Real America's Voice is Amanda Head, who is a friend of ours. Hopefully, we can bring her on the show and have her discuss a little bit as well, because I'm telling you, this is, this is not... This, um, you know, uh, BS, oh, this is this is big news, this is bombshell stuff. This is real. This is it. And this is where the rubber meets the road. We either fight back or we wave the white flag to China. It's not about Republican or Democrat anymore. It's about America or China. See you, cuz.